This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And first thing I want to say before we get started today is thank you for all of the support. Uh, One Rental at a Time, the brand, the story, whatever you want to call it, my vision uh, seems to be taken off again. Uh, we were just rated, uh, what was it, number three podcast uh, out of 20 uh, real estate podcasts, so top three. Uh, so I want to thank you for that. I also want to thank my experts, my weekly multimillionaires who talk to us Sunday through Friday. Uh, greatly appreciated. Thank you for being involved in our daily financial news, our live streams on Saturday. Uh, that ranking means a lot to me, but it, do, it means nothing if you and I aren't moving forward and, and getting a little bit better every day. So thank you for the support. Uh, thank you for that. And just because it's a nice round number, we are 5,400 listens away from a million listens or downloads or whatever, however podcasts are counted. So yeah, we are almost at 1 million listens on a podcast that I never talk about or rarely talk about. Uh, what we do is we take three videos a day and we throw them on the podcast. So uh, again, as you would expect, one rental at a time. Then the other thing that I saw yesterday that I just had to take a screenshot of is occasionally I go to Amazon and because I, I do my weekly scores, right, my positive impact score, and I look at the list of best sellers in different categories. And one rental at a time was a spot above Rich Dad Poor Dad yesterday. So I, of course, took a screenshot because that rarely happens. But yes, at least for a moment in time, one rental at a time was one spot up on Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is important and I give full credit to in the book. It's kind of where this whole thing started with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, as we talk about the financial news today, we really are setting up for a big earnings week. Uh, this earnings week, like very few before it, we are not interested in Q2. Right, everybody reporting is going to be Q2. We are now seeing that Q2 will likely be the peak of growth. So frankly, everybody should crush it. But I want to talk about what you should be looking at is two things. One, the second half. I don't give a lick about Q2 actuals. I want to know what the company is thinking about for the future. Are they nervous because of these new variants? Are they hiring like airlines because they, they don't have enough uh, flight attendants and uh, pilots? Right? What, what's going on in their business? Are they scared or are they excited? What is going on in their industry? Number two, I am looking for what is going on with inflation. Are they passing on the costs or are they absorbing it in margin? It's going to be a very big week for that. And then on top of earnings data, which we'll go through, I don't know, 10 companies here in a minute, there's some housing data that we need to look at. Again, I'm calling for a housing slowdown. Uh, it's funny, I just saw 
that uh, that channel out there talking about a collapse again. I guess I have to watch that video and react. I don't know why people li keep listening to these people, but they do. Uh, it's going to be a slowdown. More listings, less demand, people frustrated, taking the summer off. It's going to be a more balanced market. It may feel like you're going slow because you will be, right? We, I think we had much of our appreciation in the first half. It'll be basically flat in the second half. But a lot of housing data to really see what's going on. So what I got for you is Monday. Uh, Monday, we have AutoNation. Again, should be a blowout quarter. But what are you talking about for the future? Is used cars still the place to be? Let's find out. Tractor Supply, right? Tractor Supply was one of those companies that, at least for me, came out of nowhere and was a darling of the pandemic, right? People were doing backyard gardens and the like. What is going on there? Has the return to the city slowed that down, what, right? What are they saying? And then just because I'm in the land of big tech, what is going on with IBM? IBM, for me, is not really a tech stock. It's kind of a slow growth thing. Uh, what they are going to talk about is um, the rest of the world. What's going on in Europe and China? That's, that's what IBM does for me. Is it gives me a little peek of what is going on uh, going forward. Uh, then we have on Monday as well, we have the National Association of Home Builders announcement. What is going on with them? Uh, again, this week is earnings in home building data. Tuesday, we got uh, Netflix. Again, what's going on with Netflix? What's going on in streaming? Have they seen a surprise drop perhaps in services because people are going back to movies? They're getting out. What's, what's going on with the streaming wars? Uh, we have United Airlines. United Airlines is going to be important. Again, what is going on with summer travel? Are they cash flow positive? Uh, you know, what is going on uh, with United Airlines in the whole travel industry? For me, again, vacation, domestic travel, clearly taking off. But what's going on with business travel? Going to be important. And then on Tuesday, we have housing starts. Is housing starts kind of recuperated it kind of slowed down because of lumber right they were pouring foundations and then not building what is going on there our housing starts still seeing a struggle with hiring right there is a general hiring issue in lots of the country wednesday's a big day wednesday for me probably let me think yeah wednesday's going to be be the big earnings day one is coca-cola uh, we saw pepsi release last week pepsi frito-lay what's going on with coca-cola are they like Pepsi and they're seeing a return to sporting events and concerts and things of that nature? Uh, we're going to see Whirlpool. Whirlpool makes a lot of home appliances. What is going on with the supply chain? What is going on with costs? Uh, what is going on in their business? And then finally, one that you may not think of, but I will be looking at is Harley Davidson, right? There was a lot of people buying motorcycles this last, I don't know, 16, 18 months. You know, are they still doing it? Is the backlog still there? What is going on uh, with the consumer, right? This channel at the nut, at the base of what is going on is a consumer-based travel or a consumer-based uh, show. So we're trying to figure out what's going on there. So Wednesday, every week there's a big day. I'm going to call Wednesday the big day uh, for this one coming up. Uh, Thursday, we got AT&T, we got Blackstone, right? Blackstone, the big whipping boy from everybody thinking Blackstone's going to buy all the homes. What are they doing? Uh, and we have D.R. Horton, right? What is going on with actually one of the largest home builders across the country? 
right? Uh, last earnings, if you don't remember, they basically said, hey, we're slowing down. Lumber is crazy high. And now lumber's down roughly 45%, I believe, since the peak. Still up 200%, but not up 300%. So we'll see what's going on there. We have jobless claims, which is always Thursday. And then existing home sales. See what's going on. I'm seeing and I'm hearing. Uh, I'm seeing more inventory. I'm seeing more properties come back on the market, right? So deals are blowing up, if you will. Uh, I see very unrealistic expectations. So again, I expect the slowdown. I see it already. My students see it. So uh, we will see if the data shows up. And then Friday, we've got American Express. What is going on with kind of the consumer and small business? American Express gives me a feel for small business, right? Lots of small business use their Amex to kind of float their inventory and all of that. So what is going on there? And then CNBC put out a report. It was actually the top 10 worst states to live in. So this is not invest in, not run a business. This is to live in. And um, I don't know. I click those things. I'm in real estate. I'm interested. I clicked it expecting California to be on one of the lists just because it's so darn expensive. Uh, but let's just say the... Uh, the article was very, very biased. You know, I, I, I try to live in the middle. Uh, I believe far left and far right is dangerous. And I think this article was very far one direction. So I did not write the whole 10 list because I thought it was very unfair. But since I spent time reading the article, I thought we would go with the top five. And again, I expected California to be in the top 10. If you would have asked me before I read it, I would have guessed top three. Again, it's just so darn expensive, right? Traffic, all these things. But no, California wasn't on the list at all. So, wow. So number five, Tennessee. I don't get that. No state income taxes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get why Tennessee made the list. Uh, and then number, the next one was actually a tie. I didn't know you could really have a tie in these surveys, but apparently you can. Uh, next one was Nevada. I could see that, right? Kind of a service-based economy, kind of high unemployment. I kind of, I could kind of see that, I guess. Missouri. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to Missouri, so no, no data, but it was tied with Missouri. Then the, then number two and number one was, I was like, this, this survey is, wacky. Number two, Texas. Number one, Arizona. I don't know. I mean, like somebody, somebody was picking lists where population was growing, right? Tennessee and Texas and Nevada, no state income tax, right? Yeah. Tennessee, Nevada, Texas, no income tax, no state income tax. That's generally speaking a good thing. Then you throw Arizona on there. That's getting a lot of net migration from California? I don't know. I'm going to call this CNBC report very biased and hogwash. And I did. I, I went in, I tried to find the source and how they created this. It was just, near as I can tell, they were just, I don't know, no logic behind why these are on the list, but whatever. Something we do need to ask ourselves about this is why do interest rates keep falling? I think that is a reasonable thing to think about. Uh, they are certainly behaving 
differently than you would expect with CPI and PPI up, you know, record months, uh, two, two months in a row. Not, I'm not so worried about one month, but when you got two months up in a row, you got to start paying attention. So one thing is when the rest of the world is scared or nervous, which I think they are getting that way. I mean, see what's going on in Japan with the Olympics, right? There are suddenly no, no spectators, which has got to be odd for the... Can you imagine your whole life training to be a sprinter or a swimmer or a whatever, whatever your thing is in the Olympics and you go there and you're operating in an empty stadium? That's got to be weird. It's got to be weird. But anyways, where I'm going with that is the rest of the world could be getting nervous. Uh, and when they do, the dollar is the answer. In addition to that, you have a large percentage of economies that are uh, negative yielding interest rates. So again, why would you buy negative yield when you can buy you know, something over at least 1%? So 1.3%, which is roughly where the 10-year is today, is low. But in comparison, it's pretty high uh, to some large economies. And then, of course, you have so much cash sloshing around the system. You have large institutions and more and more coming like Jamie Dimon and JP Morgan going, dude, we're sitting on half a trillion dollars. Fine with us. We'll add 50 billion a month and we're okay with that. They see something coming. That's all you can say. They want to be liquid. They want to strike when the opportunity comes. That's what I see out there. And then again, what we're going to see coming up is the housing slowdown. Uh, You're going to get more and more idiots out there talking about a housing collapse because that gets clicks and views. That's not what I'm about. I want to give you what I really think. Uh, So I will be uh, doing my best to talk about what that is. And essentially what you're seeing in a slowdown is more inventory. You will start seeing inventory come out at stupid prices. You will start to see a difference between perfect and junk. Uh, You're also seeing demand. A lot of buyers are taking the summer off. They are traveling, uh, seeing what's going on, and they will come back to housing later. So that's what I got for you today. Hopefully we speak with Laura Morby here in about 16 minutes, and then I do have another guest I lined up for 9 a.m. so you can get some content. And because it's Sunday, I've got to do my collaboration about what's going on in the Facebook group and, of course, do my goals for the week. Take care, everyone. Uh, We will do another live session tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. Monday morning. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.